Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this daily science fiction extravaganza, commonly known as Tales, Tales from Outer from space. Out, space. Out, space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And, as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider supporting the channel. On to the science fiction. Story number one. Please hold. Written by the Black Knight 123. Lead, this is Spirit 2-1. Mark is leaving Senate Building now. Northwest door. Lead copy, Spirit pursuing. The entourage of the lanky bipedal aliens was slipping gracefully through the ravenous crowd of galactic reporters that always accompanied the inflammatory Senate hearing. The pursuit squad had to admire their efficiency as they struggled to push through the same crowd, following their targets without attracting any unwanted attention. The three were Vikan's shadows, their highest caliber of stealth units the Viker forces had to offer. They were damn good at it. Brushing the low-born reporters aside, the three continued tailing the small group of senators and their protectorate, not once alerting their mark that anything was amiss. The tall, thin squadron they were pursuing was the subject of the escalating tensions and fiery comments of today's Senate debate. The isolation of species continued to toy with the other representatives as the pressure of the Alliance war weighed down on the Confederate. Already, a not insignificant number of Senate booths were dark and unoccupied, showing that their representatives had either joined with the secessionists or had been exterminated for opposing them. Things had come to a head earlier in the day when the new species had been called upon to provide information about their interstellar holdings and defense budgets. What followed was the most succinct and powerful defense of secrecy and privacy the Senate had ever experienced. The Frenchling species had taken the book, added a few pages, and threw it back in the Senate's face. The Vicom representative had taken particular offense to this, seeing as they had just concluded a moderately successful campaign against the Alliance, reclaiming the home world of their close allies, the Moloch Tuck. After arguing that every civilization had a moral imperative to contribute to the defense of the Confederate space, the humans had vehemently refused and promptly left the Senate Hall. The Viking representative had immediately called upon his shadows to pursue and investigate this upstart species. Lead, this is Spirit 2-2, Mark approaching vessel, window is closing. The three shadows immediately picked up their pace, throwing caution to the wind. As they raced forward to get the sights aligned on the strange vessel, the target senators and their protectors ascended the ramp, and the ship was powering up. Lights flickered along the unfamiliar circular craft. The lead shadow broke from the crowd and ran towards the escaping craft, retrieving and extending a personal projectile launcher from its pack. The shadow activated the magnetic payload and crouched to stabilize the shot. The ship was in the air and starting to pull away when the lead shadow fired with a familiar hum-thump that accompanied a railgun shot. The projectile slammed into the underbody of the circular craft. The ship leapt away from the Senate station. Command, this is Shadow Lead, tracker secure and transmitting. Affirm lead, we've got a lock on the signal. Jump coordinates were picked up. Good job. Recall. 
The strange craft had jumped into FTL station. The Vikings now had the coordinates of the new species' homeworld. Several weeks later, there was another infuriating Senate debate for the Viking ambassador. The lanky, disruptive aliens refused to contribute even the smallest piece of information to the Confederate military effort, remaining aloof and isolated amongst the stars. In the weeks since their homeworld had been discovered, the Vikings had launched several recon expeditions into special local systems in an attempt to determine any additional intel they could. What they found was negligible. A small fleet, some orbital defenses, and satellite arrays. Nothing out of the ordinary that gave these blasted bureaucrats the right to avoid the Confederate defense requirements. Emboldened by this information, the Vikan ambassador raised a vote to remove these upstarts from the Confederation, on violation of the constitutional mandate to provide the common defense of the Confederate space. The species threw the book at him again. The vote failed. Enraged, the Vikan representative took to the floor, and, speaking directly to the senators, gave them an ultimatum. Either withdraw voluntarily from the collective, or the Viking navy would descend upon the secret homeworld and forcibly annex them, adding more resources to the already considerable Viking coffers. Accompanying this declaration, the Viking senator also projected a set of coordinates for the entire senate to see. These are the coordinates of these upstart secret homeworld. He spoused, we, the might of the Confederate world, descend upon their world and force them to provide resources for the war effort. If they refuse, he, the senator, grinned nastily, exposing the jagged teeth of Viking hinged jaw, a sign of aggression. If any wish to join in this effort in punishing this upstart civilization, join me. The Malaktuk representative chittered in agreement and the mandibles cracking in excitement. The Viking ambassador turned to the species representative and growled fiercely, You will pay for this diplomatic foolery. You have made a mockery of the Senate. And for what? Your world will burn. We will see, stated the ambassadors. The Senate pod went dark, indicating that the representatives had left. No other species dared oppose the Vikings, and they saw reason for the alliance. Sworn enemy of the Confederate had not yet darkened their own pods. Two days later, the Vikings' seventh feet dropped out of FTL warp inside the orbit of Saturn. Several Moloch light cruisers and support craft accompanied them, bolstering their ranks into the excessive force that could easily overwhelm even the established civilization's defense forces. Attack formation, Epsilon Row, commanded the fleet admiral from the bridge. Shield our allies, support craft, expend forward deflectors, call general quarters, begin the advance. That's when the lights went out. Report, commanded the admiral. He was furious. What species fought with trickery and disabled warships to pick off before the battle even began? We're completely bind. Came from call from navigation. All weapons are locked in warp position, sir. We have no offensive capability, yelled the gunnery lead. Incoming transmission, sir, came a call from the communications. Put it up. What do these cowards want? The admiral replied. The display shuttered into existence. An automated voice rang out. 
Welcome to Earth's sovereign territory. We have detected that you are a hostile entity. Please take a number and you will be helped momentarily. All of Earth's representatives are currently busy. Please hold. Your ships will be reactivated soon, please. Do not panic. Welcome to Earth's sovereign territory. We have detected that you are a hostile entity. Please take... Mute that transmission, the Admiral called, and uh, take a number. At his call, the number appeared at the top left of the screen, and the ticker displayed the top right. There were at least a hundred numbers between the two. Several hours later... Hello, I'm the Department of Earth Defense Representative. My name is Tammy. How may I help you today? Finally, the Admiral shouted, his temper rising again as it had suffered over the past few hours of being on hold. I am Admiral Vaak of the Viking Seventh Fleet. We are here to forcibly annex your planet and commit your resources to the Confederate Defense Fund. Oh my, came the bored reply. Have you filed your offensive intent form 78AP? We can't proceed with your invasion until you filed that, as well as the rules of engagement form ROE192 and the terms of surrender mutual form SMF-26. I've taken the liberty of filling out the human side of the form SMF-26, but you'll need to complete those before proceeding. I'm sending you the files now. Please submit them along the same channel. Thank you. More contact in the Department of Earth Defense. I wish you luck in your invasion. Goodbye. Oh, wait, commanded the Admiral, but it was too late. The line was dead. Connect us again, he screamed, infuriated. Complete those forms, too. Patchy, heavily compressed audio began playing out the speaker, followed by an automated voice stating, Please hold. All representatives are currently occupied. Please hold. Several hours later. Hello, I am a Department of Earth Defense representative. My name is Jonathan. How may I help you today? I am Admiral Vak of the Viking Seventh Fleet. I have enough firepower in my command right now to crack open your planet's core. I have filled out all the paperwork one of your representatives gave me, and I am now going to destroy you. The last sentence came out as a shout. The infuriated admiral was tired of drifting listlessly in space, helpless to the bureaucracy of the spreadsheeting civilization. Oh my, came a bored reply. It appears your paperwork is in order. I'll go ahead and approve your invasion force. Your ships will be reactivated in a few moments, and the Terran Navy cruiser will come to assist you. I hope that you enjoy your invasion. Please take a moment to rank our response time and customer service personnel now, instead of upon completion of your invasion. In the event that you become indisposed, I'm transferring you now to our naval representative. Please hold. The infuriating sound of hold music again rose from the viewboard speakers. After several minutes, it was interrupted by a hail from the Morlock Tuck captain, who was impatient. I am tired of waiting, Admiral, he said. I am leaving. These uh, Terrans aren't going to fight us. With that, the Morlock took engineering support craft powered up, turned and warped out of the system. Cowards, thundered the Admiral. We will triumph over these humans no matter how long it takes us. We will wait for months if we have to. All hands, General Quarters, I want to be ready the moment that we are engaged. Several hours later, 
Oh, my name is Captain John Smith, and I am the captain aboard the Terran Light Cruiser TUN Magna Carta, here to provide a timeline on when you may begin your legal and approved invasion. Thank you for sticking with us so far. Your ships will be powering up now. Please follow the illuminated path in front of you to the battleground, so then we may begin your invasion. Thank you, and have a nice rest of the day. I will crack your planet open and desecrate your people. Rage the Admiral through the communications channel. I will not be told where to go or when to attack this warfare, and my fleet will fill this useless corner of the galaxy with the dust of your or charred ashes. I find that rather unfortunate, Admiral. If you do not comply and follow the illuminated path, your invasion will be considered null and void, and you will be forced to reapply for approval. I highly recommend that you do not let that happen. Getting approval for a second invasion is much, much harder. I'll follow the path, Captain. No need to be hasty. Admiral Vark muttered meekly, guiding his feet forward along the illuminated path ahead of him. I'm glad to hear that, Admiral. When you reach the designated zone, you're welcome to power up your weapons and prepare however you'd like. Please contact Earth Defense Department, extension FORC-35, when you are ready, and we'll send a force to repulse you. Thank you, and please hold. We are ready now. We are going to attach rockets to your asteroid belt and slam your planet with them. Thousands of kinetic projectiles in a way your world has never seen before. We will shatter your mood and use its mass as a barrier to block any pitiful attempt at retaliation by your weak and underdeveloped forces. The line was silent except for the infernal hold music. No one had heard his screaming except for his own crew. He directed his fleet to the battle zone. Call that number. Get a force here to fight us so that we may prove our superiority. Commanded the Admiral. I've had enough of this bureaucracy. An automated voice buzzed from the speaker. Thank you for calling Earth Defense Department Force Response Subdepartment. The next available forces will be on their way to your position in 4.5 years. Please do not begin your attack until the representatives have arrived. Otherwise, your invasion will be considered void, and you will be destroyed. I'm out, said the Admiral. Get us out of here. I'm so tired of being on hold. They can keep the goddamn resources. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this dose of science fiction fun. I hope that you enjoyed and if you did, please don't forget to support the author from the link down below. But if you want to support this channel, there are links as well down below for you to help with. But the easiest way would be to share this video. And if you are so inclined, subscribe as well. I will see you all in the next episode. And I hope that you all have a fantastic time until then. Cheers.